0: you can eat my cookies now put that cookie down now well, this is where we are i'm the cookie now oh my gosh we'll take a look at it <laughs> it's indestructible it's indescribable nothing can stop it this is the brian suits show the guys got big ass weapons <laughs> and that is because these are two seaters Oh yeah, the two seaters. And one seat, me Brian suits here at AM seven seventy KTTH, and uh, in that other seat over there, Muhammad, Sidney Clayton, and Jadish in studio. Yeah! There they are checking in, and in the little perch right behind me, we got a, got a little velvet perch for him. Did you see that, Greg? No, no longer the brass. It's. Uh, <laughs> Aki the Falcon here, and uh, gun. Speaking of uh, speaking of, uh, of geese being attacked by eagles this time yesterday, gunplay in that very very uh, peaceful gun free uh, country to the northwest. Um, uh, that and vandalism at a Catholic church in Bellevue. Uh, we'll get to that here in just a second. AM seven seventy KTTH prime suits here. Let's get you to work with the right way traffic. AM the KTKH Brian Suits here. Uh, remember, rule number one of a gunfight is to uh, bring a gun. Uh, rule number two, call your friends with guns, and invite them. Someone d- didn't play by that rule yesterday. Throwing a machete at a Kent police officer, he he brought a gun to a machete fight. Uh, he uh, he shot back. Uh, man's in jail after throwing a machete at a uh, Kent police officer, who then fired his gun back at him. Uh, the Kent Police Department said it was called to an apartment complex in the 400 block of Novak Lane. Blah 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 blah. Man was arrested after a short foot pursuit. No one was injured. Uh, and 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 by the way, whatever use of force, you know, on light duty, they'll investigate it. But <clears throat> if if you throw a machete at, at a cop, you're trying to kill him. Unless you, I believe, it's a legal principle. If you yell, "This is just an inconvenience to you," as you throw it at him, then it's okay. But he, why, why did he shoot at him? Well, he might might have brought a second machete, you know, or some other m- implement by which he could threaten the the, uh, the cop's life. Um, <clears throat> yesterday, uh, we were reporting to you the very disturbing, and I I'm not playing the living crap out of it. You know why I didn't save it? I have to, I have to find it again. Um, but the topless young blonde woman breastfeeding her baby who saved her goose after it was attacked by an eagle in Saanich, which which is a lovely little suburb of Victoria. Uh, there was a bank wobbly yesterday there. I thought they didn't They didn't have, never mind guns, I'm surprised they had banks in Canada. Uh, but in Saanich, multiple people injured after an exchange of gunfire at a bank in Saanich. According to the Saanich Police Department in Canada, uh, two suspects are in custody after officers responded to a report of armed suspects at a bank probably there. And someone sat up and said they're probably there because they, they're up to no good. Anyway, Gunplay, they're in uh, peaceful Victoria. But if you scratch the surface, just a little bit of Victoria, it's, um, it's, it has a sordid past. It, it was, um, yeah, they, oh, I'm seeing that now. You can do that now. Ever done that day trip thing, producer Greg, with your entire family where you ripped to Victoria?
1: On the Victoria Clippers? Yeah. Uh, years ago, probably over a decade ago.
0: I would, I would recommend people do it the good old-fashioned way. Drive to Port Angeles and walk on the Coho. And uh, do it that way. That's that's a man's ferry right there. That's a, that's a man's big deck you can walk around on. But anyway, I, I like the Victoria. It's a it's a great town. Imagine my shock to find out that uh, at the outbreak of World War One there was an anti-German riot in Victoria and uh, Canada's polite to a fault, but there was an anti-German riot at the outbreak of uh, I think after the Lusitania was uh, was sunk. Well, of all people, if you made a list of Ital- a prominent American pro-abortion Italians who shouldn't get communion from the Pope, who who would the first name be? And I would say go go by order of order of rank in the National Command Authority. Who, who, who probably
1: Biden and then Pelosi?
0: Oh, that's right. Biden is Catholic. Yeah, I think oh. so. <clears throat> well, Biden's husband didn't uh, have an accident in his Ferrari because he was uh, all drunk.
1: That's Pelosi's husband.
0: Uh, yes, that's right. <laughs> um, she did. She uh, Nancy Pelosi got communion yesterday at the, the Vatican because Pope Francis says, hey, it's the Vatican, not the Vatican. Am I right? Hey, who's with me? House Speaker Nancy Pelosi met with Pope Francis on Wednesday, received communion during a papal mass in St. Peter's Basilica. Witnesses said, <laughs> witnesses, there's pictures and there's video of it. Uh, despite her position in support of abortion rights, so is I thought the Pope just flat out said he's not that 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 they're not to give communion to people. Who I, I thought he did he is there a mulligan on this?
1: I thought that was the papacy's position as well. Yeah. It, did, I, did I use that term right? Papacy. I guess.
0: Um, Pelosi attended the morning mass marking the feast of a Saint Peter and a Saint Paul, with which. Uh, the I'm I'm <clears throat> I'm all about Barbara and St. George uh, Francis bestowed the the woolen pallium stole on <laughs> newly consecrated uh, archbishops. It was blah, blah, blah. Anyway, bottom line, she she took communion without uh, without crossing your fingers behind her back or uh, or winking uh, or or anything. Uh, meanwhile, I did. Did you see the extent of the uh, normally? But man, I'll tell you what you, you drive by. The North Seattle Islamic Center, and you honk too loudly and yell something, and they're going live. There's a helicopter over the scene, and there's reporters there. The whole thing. Did you see the extent of the vandalism in Bellevue, Producer Greg? It was pretty bad. Vandalizing a church—that you know—that that's pure message, right? And this is a disturbed person. This 31-year-old uh, who did this in uh in the uh the bellevue let me find uh first long
1: hair fully masked uh yeah only only these
0: days you weren't you know you can't be too careful you gotta wear a mask right and committing crimes But, uh, but some of the uh, graffiti and all this, here's a little bit of... Well, a Jennifer, they actually caught up with this gun. guy
1: just down the road. He still had a backpack on him, and inside that backpack, he had a bunch of spray cans on I actually used that to smash the cop car when they caught up with him. Now, this guy is eventually going to face some hate crime charges, also an assault charge for attacking one of the people who works here. Uh, police don't seem to think that this is any big group, just a lone wolf act. I asked if this was about Roe v. Wade nobody seems to know that for sure but people that work inside this church tell me this goes beyond the fiscal attack itself
0: and then they blah 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 go to uh, the uh, he he spray painted a guy that tried to intervene the guy still had black spray paint on the right side of his face but he was spraying some I don't know there was some real specific graffiti uh, like sheep and liars and and all this it's it seemed really personal. And then he's taking a rock, trying to break a, a one window, picking it up, throwing it back, throwing it back, trying to break the window. Then he takes out a spray paint and and the whole thing. I, 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 and at first, I, I, can't, I, I sort of raised my radar about well, has that got to do with Roe v. Wade? Well, Roe v. Wade's been overturned. The Catholic Church still says no to never mind abortion, but Contraception. It's not like the Catholic Church, you know, paid paid for the Clarence Thomas re-election campaign, which, by the way, you can contribute to if you want to defeat Clarence Thomas. The, the way to do it is not vandalizing a church in Bellevue. It's to contribute to uh, my campaign, to to the fund to defeat him when he runs for re-election in twenty twenty two. I still, by the way, that's I say that as parody. I'm still awaiting an attorney's ruling on this. Would that be? Would it be fraudulent for me to take gullible Democrats' money by taking advantage of the fact that a lot of people don't are not their are constitutional bona fides are are in question these days, and and I just think that they the money would be annoying to them, and I need to somehow take their money. And uh, and and unburden them of that of uh, of that. We're seeing AOC speaking of people who are unburdened by constitutional knowledge. This is last night on Stephen Colbert, uh, late night with uh, Stephen Colbert, and this this is not a comedy bit. This, this is uh, AOC explaining, uh, uh, very very Kamala like, uh, uh, all about how the Constitution works.
1: When we have the framing
0: of you know the, the framing of our government, the presidency. Congress, the president, Congress and the Supreme Court are supposed to be three co-equal branches,
1: co-equal, none with supremacy over the other. And when any one of those branches overreaches its authority, it is the responsibility of the other two to check the overreach of of that of that
0: authority. The Supreme Court has engaged in the overreaching of its authority in denying the nobody in the audience. Has any idea what she just said, nor does she have any idea what she just said. They're just they're they're applauding because it sounds like she she may have made a really, really good point. They think
1: (laughs) maybe this is the first time they've ever heard the three branches of government be discussed in or the word co-equal.
0: Oh, interesting. (laughs) I am here in Poland. And I wonder if I could get their endorsements uh, if I run against uh, Clarence Thomas. Um, it, it, anyway let, let me the, fa- fast forward again uh, now to the uh, to the applause line other two to check the
1: overreach of of that of that authority the Supreme Court has engaged in the overreaching of its authority in denying the human and civil rights
0: of any pregnant person or person that could become pregnant in the United States of America person of grievance um, no i I think I think I'll I think you'll find that if you actually read Article 3, they were were entirely within their authority to do what they did.
1: Well, and it's just the opposite of the point she's making, because conservatives have been upset for 50 years that the court circumvented the will of the people in deciding on abortion and said, we're going to make this law of the land. And we went, no, 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 no. That's not the role of the judiciary. You can't do that. And so we should be saying from the hilltops, a constitutional wrong has been righted.
0: The fact that there's somebody in Congress that doesn't understand the purpose of, of separating those branches and the purpose of having a bunch of people who really don't care how you vote, but who are there to make the unpopular choice because it, it's right with this document, this thing here. Um, you know, and, and we can get into popular vote and electoral college and all that, but it's not in front of the Supreme Court, so it doesn't matter. Uh now, now does it, but you know, sorry, six to three is that 's the majority and that 's her job is to make the unpopular choices but uh, anyway um uh I, if I could get her endorsement uh to run against uh, Clarence Thomas I, I bet you she would be at my rally, and then I would get all kinds of money from people to scan the q r code um, anyway don 't don 't vandalize we have to rally. And defeat. We have to rally, and you you need to get behind my candidacy to run against Clarence Thomas. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm in his district. I'm just over the line. I was in Kagan's, like fat chance. You know, I'm not going to beat Kagan around here. But um, but I'm in Clarence Thomas's district. I checked yesterday at democracy.gov. Go- 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 and uh, so I'm throwing my hat in the ring. That's uh, I have a robe. Uh, back in a second. AM seven seventy KTTH. Let's get you to work with her, right? way, traffic. M seven seventy KTTH. Brian sits here. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about the uh, Cassidy Hutchinson testimony in the extraordinary January sixth committee meeting uh, yesterday. A lot of revelations. Uh, I guess I, I listened live. I was I was listening uh, on my satellite based. Uh, radio system in my automobile and uh, i uh, i have it like on on bbc fox yeah i just i scan around on my way in, into work but i was listening to the tail end and i wanted to hear uh fox reaction to it and Br- brett bear frankly uh, kind of surprised me I, I i have tremendous respect respect for brett bear as as a journalist i think he's one of the best on tv period and he doesn't get any respect from anyone else uh who's not on fox because he's on fox but uh sorry the, guy, the guy's fair and he's a good journalist and this is what he said yesterday the bottom line though is this this testimony is uh stunning and we're going to likely hear from the former president and his reaction to all of this in one way or another uh but you also have other officials uh Pat Cipollone, white house uh, Counsel. you have uh others who are weighing in here uh behind the scenes through her testimony uh and uh, listen i think this it does move the ball in this uh, in this uh, so that that was uh, his reaction after the the, the closing gavel um, on on this i i gotta say after after hearing uh, if you didn't you know, if you work for a living and you you couldn't watch it, you you might have seen a wrap up on it, uh, you know, or or something. But <clears throat> after after seeing all the names that were thrown, all this, I, I got to say, the the people that I think are going to take the fall for this are probably Julian. If, if they can link the the groups that, because this is news to me until yesterday, that, it, uh, um, that there were armed people in the crowd, they just didn't go through the magnetometer; they were staying out this all came to a head because Trump wanted them in to make it look like there was a bigger crowd. Uh, But a bunch of the people that were there couldn't get, they didn't want to go through the magnetometers. Well, that was news to me that, that uh, they, they had guns and that their evidently their intent was to interfere with the house or take hostage. I don't know what the plan was. No idea what the plan was, but uh, if they can link, you know, proud boys or oath keepers, with with Trump and I, I get the sense that they know that there's a link, and is that link text messages from Giuliani or th- them directly contacting Giuliani and Ju- Giuliani running this by Trump? Because what they showed yesterday was that uh, his chief of staff, uh, Mark Meadows, seemed to know how how t- that day was supposed to go <clears throat> and didn't want to be a part of it. Cipollone didn't want to be a part of it. Um, the, the director of national intelligence uh, said this is going to be an ass show, and you don't they're going to. Uh, you know, telling uh, that the uh, the assistant uh, Cassidy Hutchinson, you don't you don't want to be a part of this. Cause they're going to prosecute. You know, everyone in all kinds of ways. I I have a feeling that they know that there's those links, and the the fact that you have retired General Flynn sitting there take, at, being asked, do you believe in the peaceful transition of power, and taking the Fifth Amendment on that in on the grounds that it may incriminate him. That, and so that, that I mean he. He lost credibility with me in 2004, but his his act, I I, I never bought. I certainly don't buy it now. And I know he looks like central casting sent you a general to set. He's not that guy. So there's there's
1: that. I found Cassie Hutchinson's testimony yesterday to be riveting and convincing. She, of course, is the former aide to Mark Meadows, who is chief of staff for Trump Uh, At the time uh, of January 6th. And she basically relayed a lot of conversations she was privy to leading up to January 6th and then on January 6th. She was very detailed in her description of things Trump did and said and things those around him were done and said uh, by his inner circle. I think one of the problems here is that because she was so specific in her claims... There are going to be some Trump loyalists that refute what she's saying and are going to be willing to testify. I did read this morning that the Secret Service that she recalled an, uh, an incident with on the day of January 6th, personnel is willing to testify now and refute what she said.
0: Well, and, and that's the thing. The, there, <clears throat> she she didn't directly see that she was passing on. Yes. Uh, it was
1: almost a heard from a heard from a in some instances. Uh, uh, yeah. The, Other the, details the, there were firsthand accounts.
0: The deputy chief of staff was in the vehicle, and the guy driving Angle was in the, was in the room when he was telling telling her, "Yeah, you know Trump, you know tried to grab the wheel, and then he, you know, and all this, and they, the and Angle at the time, she she says he didn't uh, say no, that's not true, whatever." So so I think the S- Secret Service has to come out and 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 sort of save you know and say, look, at no point was the president in danger. That's all they can say if they're going to refute what she says, then it throws everything uh in in the rotary air circulation device but um the 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 one the one big piece of this that they don't have that i i have a sneaking suspicion they have is because the organizations like oath keepers and proud boys were so penetrated by with informants by the fbi i think that there is a a a digital smoking gun a, a metaphorical smoking gun referring to very actual guns and you know one of the big, biggest indicators that's open source is that the head of the proud boys Terrio, Enrique Terrio, he wasn't there on January 6th, and that was really convenient he was conveniently detained the night before um but uh, anyway that we'll we'll see uh they vaccinated elmo because they want to uh, is it because they want to influence your kids i I don't know uh Ted cruz thinks so uh, i I just and like him it's like well Statistically, why do you want to inoculate, uh, vaccinate uh, under five uh, kid? But anyway, the, the government is enlisting the Muppets uh, to do this. Back in the second AM 770 KTTH. Let's get you to work with the right way traffic. Amazon 70K TGH barn suits here. And uh, eh, nothing. He's not uh, the Secretary of Health and Human Services. Noted medical expert uh, Javier Baqueria, Uh is uh, speaking. Is that my computer? Oh, that's you. Oh. Uh, I'm looking around. I'm <laughs> desperately closing windows. You're like, no. Will, I don't have the uh, thingy open. <clears throat> the, uh, the, uh, there it is. All right. Uh, Muppet Carditis reported a verse. Yes, it's time to check your text. 800, uh, 4658770. And, uh, over on the, uh, on the Twitter side, someone points out, and I, I stand corrected, <clears throat> um, that as far as, uh, Flynn taking the fifth on, on his video uh, testimony that they played yesterday, uh, pointing out correctly that you can't pick and choose uh, which ones you take the fifth on? It's, you see, I'm I'm not going to answer any of your questions on the grounds that it May blah 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 blah, and so at that point and that, that's a good point. At, at, at that point, it's a bit performative on the questions that you do ask, but in, in this case, it 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 looks you know the fact that the final question, uh, you know, do you believe in the peaceful transfer of power, uh, and you know and he's you know the, the offspring rdh is uh, is correct you can't say well on that one i don't take the fifth i say you know no i do not but you know but so uh so anyway
1: um text and- from the f- uh, 253 uh thank you for your assessment of january 6th brian i agree uh, a disagreeing viewpoint from lonnie uh re- regarding cassidy hutchinson testimony when did we accept hearsay as definitive evidence uh, is legit. Just saying, I heard from a. Is the definition of hearsay.
0: Yeah, no, I, I right. And 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 uh, and they even said that. Um, uh, and and then there's other there, there's other text evidence and, and all. After all, it's it's a hearing. It's not a trial. Uh, but uh, I I would be curious to see some. You know, like I say, I, I sense that if there's a link between people that were armed and Trump knowing that they were armed, they're they're going to drop that on us. I, I just I would have. the the slow drip of this is what I'm really
1: curious about. Can I make a point about this real quick before you get to the next text? (laughs) Absolutely not. I'm reading uh, Ron Chernow's book on Ulysses S. Grant right now, and we're right in the middle of the Civil War, and he's rising to prominence. Uh, But there's all these rumors about Grant's drinking problems. A lot of it's hearsay. A lot of it is wild uh, tales that are told by people that are his enemies just to make him look bad. But one of the reasons we think now, historically, looking back 160 years, that Grant really did have a drinking problem, at least to an extent, is because multiple stories matched up that were from unrelated people in different instances. Does that make sense?
0: There is a preponderance of circumstantial evidence.
1: And the tales matched each other. So they would say, this is the way Grant was acting when he was drunk and someone in a different state would have the sim- a similar story to someone else. And you go, okay, yeah, that matches, so it's probably likely that he did have an issue uh, with the bottle. So regarding this testimony yesterday, you can only hear so many firsthand accounts from people in and around the president or his inner circle at the time d- before you start going, okay, yeah, all of these accounts sort of match up with what we know of a person's character or their essence, or the way they conduct themselves. So you have to lend some legitimacy to it, because a a few drops of rain eventually add up to where you say it's raining outside.
0: Absence of (laughs) evidence is not evidence of absence. Oh, there you go. Be a good sport. Be a good sport always. (laughs) And in in regards to Nancy Pelosi uh, continuing to put cobblestones down on her private sidewalk to hell uh, by uh, taking communion in the Vatican, Uh, Two people pointing out um, uh, 504 error code saying uh, a bishop is in charge of his own diocese, in this case, San Francisco. But, uh, okay, but what about the Vatican? I mean, she, you know, that's the epicenter of Catholicism. Uh the wordsyland then Townstable says we're all allowed to send ourselves to hell as we see it. Receiving holy communion while in a state of mortal sin is the best way to do that. If hell <laughs> is your goal, uh, why Pelosi? And I believe it is. <clears throat> uh, why Pelosi wants to go to hell is a mystery for the ages. But I'm sorry, that seems to be her goal. Uh, it's it's also Jeez. it's more permanent than going back to San Francisco. I'll tell you that. If you want a, a quick little uh, port window, a little little uh, little peep. Peep uh, peephole into hell. Just go to her district. So I, I got. I got to tell you, it, it's. It, it, if you take a normal human being, there's parts of Seattle that if you take a normal and, and their kids, let, let's say you want to go to Seattle Center and you're stuck at you. You take that, the the Mercer off ramp and you're stuck at a couple red lights, three red lights in a row. And you will see stuff that should shock the hell out of you and possibly damage your kids. Um, But so much of it is concentrated around. It's still a mess, like Third and Pike or Third and Pike. They can move it around, play whack a mole. Um, That that's most of San Francisco. It's most of San Francisco, and that's
1: her district. Do you know I honeymooned in San Francisco, Brian? Uh, um, How long ago? Two thousand seven. Oh, really? It was getting there. It, I was going to say it was on its way, at least from what we witnessed. When yeah, we were down
0: absolutely uh, on its way. the the, uh, the The city attorney at that time is now the Ukraine uh, is a country in Europe. Um, she is now the vice president. So that, that's. Uh, <clears throat> but no, it's it's hell on earth. I mean, it, it really is, and and in the demons and zombies that are running around there. Uh, Alright, uh, when we come back uh, Vaccinate Me Elmo and uh, one, one reason uh, that the abortion outrage has sort of uh, bypassed the millennial generation is it's confounding the boomers and the millennials why aren't they as outraged as I would have been when I was 18 is what they're asking themselves and the 18 and 19 year olds are saying eh, there's a reason grandma um, go take your communion hey, AM7 to KTTH let's get you to work
1: with that's uh, a Pelosi joke not a Catholicism joke uh, let's get you to work by the right way traffic.
0: Hey, I'm seven seventy KTTH. Uh, Brian suits here. You know what I'm sick of is anytime you have a, a mass casualty event at the border, you have these these grinning ghouls. Like uh, people have very strong opinions uh, and politicians, uh, especially I would Which suggest- uh, there's the twin brothers. Which is the one that ran for the Democratic nomination? Uh, once a congressman, the other the other's going Oh Julian or uh yeah, Castro. And what one one's the secretary uh Oh no, Julian Castro now yeah, that's right, he's a political analyst now. You don't know if, anyway, he and his idiot twin brother who's in the Biden administration. Um they, they'll trot out <clears throat> these these guys because they have Hispanic last names Hispanic surnames and they'll all call for uh, what's what's the phrase? Compreh- comprehensive immigration reform, and there's absolutely nothing you d- you can do to stop people from crossing into this country illegally. That's the cost of being awesome. That's if you say, "All right, but only a million a year." Well, guess what? The the w- one million and first, second, third, and fourth persons are going to be crossing the Rio Grande. Okay, it, 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 and it does nothing without a wall. And you know, you know what? I gotta say, I gotta go nuclear on this. <clears throat> um, tomorrow, uh, a, a great documentary came out. There's, there's a guy. He is a friend of mine. He works for the Daily Caller. His name is Jorge Ventura. He is from Palmdale, California. He did a documentary last year called "Cartel, Cartel Land." Here's, here's, here's a bit of it. Uh, it's at Daily Caller. About the illegal girls. These marijuana girls are either connected to Mexican cartels or high-level criminal organizations that also have used human trafficking as they've used workers to work these girls. On this girl, there are five Chinese nationals that were working this girl that are... It's, uh, we'll have him on tomorrow. He's, he's terrific. A great story on the personal thing. A really great story because he's, he's supposed to... People assume he's supposed to think this one way politically. No, he had, he had California thrown in his face, just like I did. And I'm, I'm, I happen to be in this documentary, and I'm not in any way, shape, or form uh, connected to any... I'm not making any money off it. He, he came to me because he heard me on the radio talking about one of the reasons <clears throat> that we were leaving California. And it's because slave-child labor was working a marijuana grow under armed guards right by my house. And I, I don't know where your bar is for leaving a place... Ah, that one really crossed mine, and uh it turns out there there were thousands of acres that were being worked by people that were picked up at the border and told, oh yeah there's you'll be a maid in Fresno um and and, and I'm talking about fourteen and fifteen year olds from Guatemala and Honduras, and all this kids that didn't even speak spanish they they were you know uh, mestizo you know whatever with with indigenous languages. And um, and the, because the cartels, one of the side effects of, of legalizing marijuana um, is that it gets taxed and it's more expensive. And so when you decriminalize it and tax it, people still are going to want the cheaper stuff. Since it's no longer a crime, since there's no time tax behind bars or, or, or whatever, why would you go buy it legally? So they're making money, hand over fist, growing Marijuana illegally closer to the market, and and they're saving on labor the same way that uh, that cotton plantations did, at, say circa 1841. Um, and th- that's the, the the cost of having an open border. There there is no common sense immigration reform. Sign the clipboard on your way in is the only immigration reform they're interested in, uh, or or something. It's stopping the flow, like like I said. If the pipe bursts in the master bedroom, you don't fix it by mopping up the, the basement. That's the last thing you do. The first thing you do is you stop the leak. So, yeah, there's 51 dead. Now, and they're not here because failed Trump policies. Um, they're, they're they're here because it's awesome here. And there's no. you're not going to be deported uh, if if you're caught. Um, by the way, you can go to carteldoc.com. Uh, C-A-R-T-E-L-Doc.com. Uh, and it's about 30 minutes long. And I I, what I did was I I took him and his film crew and they and they shot a lot of it with drone to a couple illegal grows that I knew of and both in Los Angeles County and Kern County. And they flew the drone over uh, one particular uh, grow that was built literally over the concrete cap of part of the California aqueduct. I mean, they were taking free water, you know, of course, today. Right right now, you water your lawn, and it's a felony. You know, a SWAT team is getting you in Los Angeles. But you can grow marijuana with slave child labor. And and I, I found out, you know, the traditional way you discover that slavery is happening in your zip code. Um, w- one morning, the, I'm walking the dogs around our the fence property, and they go to this back fence. They start barking. And there's a cluster of people shuffling by. And they're like four foot nine. And, and I'm looking at them. And they're wearing a mishmash of clothing. It's all rags, you know, backpacks, uh, the uh, the whole thing. And then this, it, it's like five forty five in the morning, something like that. They're walking by, and I like, say hey, good morning, and they they look, and uh, uh, someone says in a in a in a adult voice, Buenos uh, dias, you know, whatever. It was it was a mishmash of some kind of Spanish, and. Then I look at the rest of them and they're, they're talking to each other and they're kids. I mean, they're, they're, they're talking in 13, 14 year old voices. And it's because they had, they had worked the grow, the grow had been harvested and they were free to go. So they were completing their journey and it, they, they, they sounded like this, but in, in a language I couldn't understand.
1: When we have the framing of,
0: you know, the, the framing. Of- Imagine that in like Aztec, you know, or, or, or whatever. Anyway, no. we'll, we'll have them on tomorrow because the, the, the side effect, the cost of, of, of an open border isn't just 51 people who baked to death in a truck. And they weren't they weren't here uh, because of they were they weren't fleeing domestic violence. Or whatever. No, they're 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 coming here because it's a magnet because you want to take care of your family because it's, it's awesome here is why they're coming here. They're, and just know that.
1: The U.S. government really does need to double and triple their efforts in defending the homeland from foreign threats, Uh, whether that be Russian cyber attacks uh, or the drug cartels uh, coming into the country, uh, providing easy access to drugs or uh, all the fentanyl coming in from China. Uh, China, it's easy money, illegal money to be made uh, by these countries. And it's a double bonus for them because it's hurting Americans. And when America uh, is divided, uh, it's easier for these bad regimes and evil dudes uh, to thrive uh, where they live at uh, home.
0: The press gaggle on board Air Force One asked the spokesperson, uh, Karine um, Jean-Pierre, about the open border. And dead people and the whole thing, and I, I don't think none of them know the extent of, of any of this. The, what I just told all of you is, I don't even like getting getting into it because it, it gets me very low. It was a very low time, and it, was, it definitely was the you know we're getting the hell out of here. You know, if I have to walk my land, you know, with, with a handgun because the guy with an AK forty seven is guarding sl- enslaved thirteen year olds then maybe I'm not in America right now. And she uh, she was asked about what about the open border is what, who's responsible for 51 dead people
1: the matter is the border is closed uh, which is in part why you see people
0: trying uh, to make this dangerous journey using smuggling networks Uh, again our hearts go out to the families at this time we are going to stay focused on the facts no it's only accidentally closed and that that that's how you know they have no mastery of the subject none whatsoever she said the fact of the matter is the border is closed clearly it's not i'm i'm as winston churchill said when the facts change so does my opinion what do you do sir um, so, and then he took a huge drink of champagne. Probably, um, uh, it, it, it's a vexing issue when I, when I see it dealt with the way it's dealt with as as a open border talking point. Well, the only reason they got stuck in that truck is that we don't have an open border. It's really, say people today. So anyway. Uh, uh, anyway, more on my campaign to, uh, to upset, uh, the Supreme Court run and get elected to the Supreme Court. Um, you can, you can tell your liberal friends, uh, all about that. Uh, and, uh, we'll be back tomorrow for Friday practice, everyone. Um, shorts are authorized for Friday practice, AM 770 KTTH. Uh, thanks to producer Greg. We'll be back tomorrow for Friday practice. I promise you.